First Chronicles chapter 25. Moreover, David and the captains of the army set apart for the service certain of the sons of Asaph and of Heman and of Juduthan, who were to prophesy with harps, with string instruments and with cymbals. The number of those who did the work according to their service was of the sons of Asaph, Zachur, Joseph, Nethaniah and Asherila. The sons of Asaph were under the hand of Asaph, who prophesied at the order of the king. Of Jeduthun, the sons of Jeduthun, Gedaliah, Ziri, Jeshiah, Shimi, Hashabiah, Mattathiah, six. Under the hands of their father, Jeduthun, who prophesied in giving thanks and praising Yahweh with the ark. Of Heman, the sons of Heman, Bukiah, Mataniah, Uziel, Shebuel, Jerimoth, Hananiah, Hananani, Eliathar, Gidalti, Romanti, Ezer, Josh, Bekashar, Malothi, Hothia, and Mehezioth. All of these were the sons of Heman, the king's seer, in the words of God, to lift up the horn. God gave to Heman fourteen sons and three daughters. All these were under the hands of their father for song in Yahweh's house, with cymbals, stringed instruments, and harps, for the service of God's house. Asaph, Juduthun, and Heman being under the order of the king. The number of them with their brothers who were instructed in singing to Yahweh, even all who were skillful, was 288. They cast lot for their officers all alike, the small as well as the great, the teacher as well as the student. Now, the first lot came out for Asaph to Joseph, the second to Gedaliah, he and his brothers and sons were twelve, the third to Zechua, his sons and his brothers twelve, the fourth to Isri, his sons and his brothers twelve, the fifth to Nethaniah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the sixth to Bukiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the seventh to Desherela, his sons and his brothers twelve, the eighth to Deshiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the ninth to Mataniah, his sons and his brothers twelve, the tenth to Shimi, his sons and his brothers twelve, the eleventh to Azarel, his sons and his brothers twelve, the twelfth to Hashabiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the thirteenth, Shubael, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the fourteenth, Mattathiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the fifteenth, to Jeremoth, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the sixteenth, to Hananiah, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the seventeenth, to Josh Bekashar, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the eighteenth, to Hanani, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the nineteenth, to Melothi, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the twentieth, to Eliathar, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the twenty-first, to Hothia, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the twenty-second, to Gedalti, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the twenty-third, to Mahazioth, his sons and his brothers twelve, for the twenty-fourth, to Romamti Isaiah, his sons and his brothers, twelve. <laughs> so great. So this is the chapter uh, where we're still in the middle of David organizing the temple. And now we're organizing the musicians. It's kind of hard to tell that that's what's going on unless you stop and read it slowly and look. But what's going on here is basically he's picked a bunch of people to be musicians and he's broken them into 24 groups as well. In the last chapter, 
we were talking about the priests who were serving at the temple and we explained how there were 24 courses of priests. They were broken into courses of about a thousand people each under certain names. And we even pointed out that in the New Testament, John the Baptist's father was of the eighth course, the course of Ahijah. And he came to the temple, you know, twice a year for a week each. And um, well, now in this chapter, we've, we find out that the musicians are coming to the temple. They're broken into 24 courses as well. And guess what? They come for a week as well. So there's a system here with musicians and worshippers as well. And these come from, all of them come from Levites. And all of them are the sons of Kohath. And Kohath had some, there was sons of Asaph, sons of Jeduthun, and sons of Heman. Now, these three, these three men have all these sons. Asaph only has four sons. Jeduthun has six sons. And Heman has 14 sons. And it also said he has three daughters as well. So these three people, their sons add up to 24. And all the descendants of these people are going to be serving as musicians in turn, just like the priest is serving in turn, a week at a, ba- a, week at a go, ministering in the, in the Lord's house. And this passage says, prophesying with stringed instruments. We'll talk about the prophesying in just a second. But what's very interesting is they also drew these out by lots as well. Now, when they were doing the um, when they were doing the uh, the you know the casting the lots for the priests, they only came from two families and they had two jars and they cast lots and whichever jar it was, they put their hand in and pulled out a name. Here, they've got three jars. <laughs> well, there's three groups: Asaph, Jeduthun, and Heman. So there's you know I didn't read like an exhausting exhaustive number of commentaries, but the one that I read suggests on this particular point was suggesting that there might have only been one jar with all the names thrown in and they just pulled them out. So we don't really know exactly how the casting of lots took place, but the first name that came out was Asaph. And um, so now Asaph is the family of Asaph. Um, sorry, the first name wasn't Asaph. The first name was one of the family of Asaph. And it's very interesting that Asaph's only had four sons and his four family names came out first, third, fifth, and seventh. So it's really, really interesting. Jeduthun only had six sons, or six family members as part of the 24, and his came out second, fourth, eighth, tenth, twelfth, and fourteenth. So all of Asaph's four were all odd numbers, and they were the first four odd numbers, one, three, five, and seven. All of Jeduthun's sons were even numbers, two, four, but not six. For some reason, six wasn't there, but two, four, eight, 10, 12, and 14. And all of Heman's, he had 14 sons. They were number six, the missing first even number, and then nine, 11, 13, 15, all four odd numbers, and then every number from six to 24. So there's definitely a pattern here. Um, Now, some people say, oh, the Lord, he's not involved in casting of lots and it's just random but when you look at this there's definitely a pattern it's not random like asaph number one three five and seven for all four of his sons that's definitely a pattern and so i'm not sure what to make of the pattern except to say god definitely picked you know when when they cast lots and let the lord choose he definitely picked who was involved in the order of it so we can definitely say the lord was in it Now, Asaph is a very famous name. When we get to the Psalms, we're going to encounter a lot of Psalms that were written by 
the sons of Asaph. That's these people right here. These groups, one, three, five, and seven, these are people who were ministering in God's house and they were singing songs. And some of the songs they sang, they wrote themselves. Now, what's interesting is it says here that they were rostered on to prophesy as David commanded. Now, if I just said to you, uh, prophesy right now, would you be able to produce a prophecy? Most people couldn't. Now, you know, there are some people who would, in that moment, they would say, Lord, give me a word, and they'd, they'd try to get something from the Lord. So what was going on here? Were they really prophesying with string instruments on demand whenever they were asked? Some people think they were. Um, I think what was going on here, and um, Matthew Henry, very famous Bible commentator, he made this point, and it makes a lot of sense, was that they were singing the Psalms. And they weren't only singing the Psalms that we have in the Bible, they were singing other Psalms as well. But quite a lot of those Psalms are prophetic. For example, Psalm 22, a Psalm of David, it's a whole prophecy about you know, the Messiah that was to come and Messianic Psalms. And so you know, what they are basically doing is prophesying. They're, they're singing songs that are about what's going to happen, even though they are not making it up on the spot. So they're prophesying. For example, I could preach a sermon, and I've done many a times, talking about the return of the Lord one day. He's going to judge the living and the dead. Well, that's prophetic. We're talking about what's going to happen. We're prophesying. But we're not making it up. We're getting it from the scriptures. So it's, it's not just like, uh, quick, make up a prophecy right now. But having said that, quite a lot of the Psalms were written by some of these people you know, the sons of Asaph. So they received from the Lord prophecies, and maybe they did receive it in the middle of these times of worship. It, it's quite within the realms of possibility that the Holy Spirit was on them, because all the scripture is inspired. So some of the time, yeah, maybe they were receiving prophecies from the Lord right then in that moment. But maybe some of the Psalms were received in moments of quietness and thought, and the Lord gave them a song. And some of the times they were prophesying, they were singing the songs of other people, you know, the words of other prophets, and they turn them into Psalms. So it's not just one thing or the other. It could be all of those things. <laughs> so it's all very, very interesting. So just like there were 24 courses of priests, there are now 24 courses of musicians, and they're at work, musically, worshipping the Lord, even before the temple is built. David puts all of this in place. And I wanted to say that just as in the same way, you know, in the Old Testament there's priests, but we're told in the New Testament that all believers are priests, in the same way that that's reality, in the New Testament all believers are to be worshippers of the Lord. And you're supposed to proclaim prophecy as well. You're supposed to take a hold of the words of the Bible, the prophecies that have been written, and you're supposed to proclaim them and say, the Lord is coming. He's going to judge the living and the dead. The Lord is, you know... He's coming with his mighty ones. You know, the name of the Lord is going to be lifted up. And you're supposed to prophesy like this, declare the goodness of God, what he's done, declare the goodness of God, what he's going to do. That's prophesying. And as well as that, uh, New Testament tells us we should believe for the gift of prophecy so that the Lord will also speak through us as well. We should be believing for these things. But certainly we're all called to be worshippers, which means praising the Lord, singing, glorifying his name. It's part of what we're called to do as Christians. And I've often thought, you know, on a, on a Sunday morning, for example, you know, we get up and we go to church and, um, you know, at nine, 9.30 we start singing to the Lord and 
and you know somewhere else in the world you know someone else is starting to sing and so for example as the world spins around the globe you know as the globe spins around and there's 24 hours as one church service is finishing here another church service is starting somewhere else and there's it does not stop there's 24 hours of continuous praise and worship every sunday all around the world millions of people singing to the lord i think it's terrific every believer involved in worship <laughs> including you but I've often realized too, there are so many believers in the world that the amount of prayer, the amount of worship, it just must never cease. The Lord must be glorified continuously. It's incredible. Anyway, we're called to be worshipers. And David, he set this roster up so that there was continuous worship in the house of the Lord. And that's how it is today too. And we're supposed to be a part of it. So Lord, I want to thank you for what David set up. I want to thank you that he prepared for the worship of the Lord in the tabernacle, that it would never stop and in the temple when it was built. And Lord, I pray that worship in our hearts would rise to the throne of God and would never stop. Help us, Lord, to be worshippers. Help us to grow in our love and our admiration for Christ. In Jesus' name, amen.